You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for the week of August 21st to the 27th. Welcome to another big changing week. It's been a pretty crazy, energetic month with all this Leo fiery energy in the world. It's even been a devastating month in a lot of ways for places like Lahaina, lots of prayers and love to the people on Maui. And also where I'm living in Canada, British Columbia is on fire. But so many places are being evacuated, different cities, there's 160,000 people displaced right now. So it's very like, oh, it's just really quite tragic. And my heart goes out and lots of love and moisture out to the world because it's quite devastating and shocking. And I live very close to the woods, so I've got the whole family packing go bags and maybe we're going to burn. Like it's it's very, it's something you don't really think you have to think about, but right now you have to think about it, or at least I do. And so many people, especially in this province and British Columbia has been under a drought for ages now. So all of this forest and mountains and trees are just like tinder waiting to light on fire. And we get constant sprayings of various different chemicals and chemtrails, which are known to be sort of a driver for these fires. So it's kind of freaky. It's a freaky time. Hopefully when this week happens to shift into the Virgo sun and Mercury goes in retrograde, maybe we'll have a relief from the fire. I'm really hoping that because it's interesting how the energetics of astrology, the frequencies that we're under, really do drive activities on Earth and and have to do with things that go down on the planet very much so. So when the weather is difficult, you can actually see it reflected in the astrology. So if we can move into Virgo, that would, I think, be a relief from this like hot energy of Leo, which can be very dramatic. And obviously, the drama is quite apparent in fire. It's like shocking. We've got Monday starting out with maybe a little a little difficulty. You might be feeling a little angsty or investigating will be interesting to you. The moon will go into Scorpio and it's also squaring Pluto that day. So there's a, Pluto just wants to know the, the, the truth, the deep, dark truth of it all. And it doesn't, it doesn't fear to go into the face of, of difficult situations and to look into what the real truth is about things. So that energy is going to be starting off the week. We'll have the, the, Scorpio moon, you might be feeling everything quite a lot more, which is part of the reason Scorpio is so kind of a digging, investigative, suspicious sign, because they're very, they're very feeling and can feel everything that goes on. So when there's something fishy, they usually can sense that. So if you need to find something fishy, now's your time. Tuesday, we do have a kind of difficult day, I must say, between Venus squaring Jupiter and Mars in opposition to Neptune. Those are the the big energies of that day. And the Venus opposition Jupiter, it could be, or not opposition, sorry, square, Jupiter could be like a, a kind of, an, what could it be? Venus square Jupiter 
can expand things. You might find that your values are changing or that maybe you're you're like kind of thinking bigger than you should. <laughs> you might be a little bit more like tone it down a little bit. Be more specific and detailed as we move. We're very close to moving into the Virgo sun on Wednesday when the sun moves to Virgo and then also Mercury retrograde. So don't bite off more than you can chew. Also, you might just be kind of more easily fired up than usual or attracted to situations that don't actually harmonize with you. They're kind of off kilter from what your true values are. So just be aware of that. Just be open to what might go down when Venus and Jupiter are squaring each other. That same day, we also have Mars opposition Neptune. Those energies are so different from each other because Mars really just wants to like go, 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 go and move and act and, and be a warrior and use its courage. And Neptune is a lot more about spiritualizing everything, like understanding the spiritual implications of situations, connecting into the, the cosmos and how we're all connected and how we're all one is very Neptunian, whereas Mars can be more like sort of just very, like I think mundane, but not in like, oh, like it's so stupid, but just that it's like the earthly plane on everything real in the third dimension is is mundane astrology. So Mars kind of gets things going in that area. Opposition to Neptune, it makes me wonder maybe if if actually rains will come and, and shift the direction of the whole province of British Columbia burning down and clear everything out and sort of calm it down. Or it could be relating to obscuration and not being able to see because of all the smoke. Like I'm watching the sky all day and I can't see past two miles. So it's really blocking everybody's vision. It's You can't see where you're going. It's really interesting how fog and smoke and those sorts of things, they obscure reality and Neptune rules, the, rules those things. So you might not be seeing things clearly. Just realize that things are not necessarily what they seem. If you can use and utilize that energy for the positive, you would maybe do some sort of creative work of art or maybe you would volunteer or help out in some way for the betterment of all and work for the community and maybe donate or just whatever you can do to help people that are in need. And with all these fires burning, there's a lot of people and a lot of animals in need right now. We do have Wednesday, the big day of the week, when the sun moves into Virgo. That'll be the afternoon, Pacific, Pacific Standard Time. That's also a big day. There, there, Mercury will be going retrograde that day. And there is an opposition to Uranus, so like sudden shocking situations that you didn't expect can occur. Like it, it is, Uranus is like flash bolts of understanding and it reveals the truth and it acts in a way that changes reality very quickly without warning. So that's kind of active that day. Mercury at around 1 p.m. in the afternoon is going to go retrograde. And that's till September 15th. And it gives you a chance, especially because it's retrograding in Virgo, it gives you a chance to really get your ducks in a row, to really figure out what needs to be ordered and careful. Like, 
pack your go bag. Now I feel like probably everyone on the planet needs to have an essential bag packed just in case they need to run for their lives. So make sure you have in there whatever you might need. Like maybe you only have one or two pictures of your grandparents or, you know, those sorts of keepsakes that, that you won't be able to replace. Make sure you have those in there. I'm still thinking about what needs to be in my bag, trying to figure it out. Like out of a whole life's worth of belongings, how do you decide what to take when you're running for your life? It's it's a big decision. So make sure you think about it. I mean, at least I need to make sure to think about it. Water is probably a good idea. And probably if you're running for your life, you won't even care if you lose all your earthly possessions. So there's always that. That's a bright side. But with Mercury retrograde, we do, you know, the, it's not a moving forward time. It's a looking back and figuring out the details and figuring out what you need to do to get things in order. It's a great time to do really deep cleaning and really deep organizing. Maybe tap into some feng shui information, which is always very helpful with like the flow of energy in your home. Maybe you have things that are like tripping you up in your environment or too much clutter in your wealth sector or clutter somewhere in your health sector. Like wherever things aren't able to flow smoothly in your home, you can often look to your life and the areas that relate to the bajwa and realize, oh my gosh, like this is where I have a bunch of clutter piling up or dead plants that I haven't dealt with. And if you clear those up, it's like a map to sort of the ethical reality where reality is created. So it's interesting. Virgo is a good energy to use that. Also clean up your diet or, or what you're, you know, maybe you need a certain supplement or maybe you need to drop gluten, which most of us need to drop from our diet, or sugar, obviously, everybody needs to drop that from their diet. So whatever you can do to kind of become your very best self, Virgo is just super into that, super into getting in shape and concerning themselves with health and doing things that are like very wholesome. And the wholesome activities and habits that you create, create this like long, healthy life for yourself. So Whatever you need to do to tap into that, now's the time. Virgo Mercury retrograde will be very helpful to help you do that. So make sure that you write things down. Make sure you like make a list. Lists are always good. And you can go back to the list when you're confused, which is very helpful. Because Neptune is strong right now and it can confuse us and, and mislead us and hide things that we need to know. So just know, and you will with Mercury Retrograde, you don't have all the facts. You don't know, you know, don't sign any documents. Don't sign contracts. Don't, you know, just be conscious that it's a time to review, review, review. If you have to sign something, hire someone to look things over or someone you trust to make sure that you're not missing any details in a contract. Don't buy a car. Don't buy computer equipment. All these things can have problems that you don't realize are there when Mercury is retrograde. But if you review, redo, reorganize, rework, reconnect, all the rewords seem to work beautifully in Mercury retrograde, including retrograde. So think of it that way, and it can be quite helpful. And just take it slow. And if you expect delays, then you don't want to create delays, but if you're just kind of ready for anything, then if delays happen when you're traveling, if you have to travel, or if there's something you want to come about that requires a bunch of communication back and forth, just know that this is kind of a tripped up time. There will be snafus in communications. There always are. You might expect even someone from the past to show up in your life. And 
They want to connect with you to calm things down or to sort something out that wasn't sorted before. It doesn't always mean that this person's coming back and it's meant to be. It could just be literally like a karmic resolution presenting itself. Or you need to understand how you've carried on this particular pattern and this past person connects to that in some way. So keep your eyes open. You can also find things when Mercury is retrograde, like lovely things like money and jewelry and things you lost that you thought you would never find somehow have a magical way of turning up in Mercury retrograde, which is super cool. So that same day, we've got a lot of sextiles, which help move things along in a, in a supportive way. It's an opportunity for you that you can reach for. You have to reach for it. It's not going to fall in your lap like a trine might, but a sextile is like, here's an opportunity, but you have to just be ambitious enough to reach for it. Do what you need to do to get it done, to go forward, to move forward, and you will find that there's opportunity everywhere. So it's an interesting time for sure. On Thursday, there is a trine between Pluto and Mars. Pluto is the deep diver. Pluto wants to know. It wants the truth. Mars trining Pluto will actually fire it up, and there will be like a, an energy able to connect to what's deep and hidden or what you need to know to clear the subconscious programming so you can move forward in life. That's the wonderful thing about Pluto. Often it will reveal difficult circumstances or emotions or repressed material, but it's nothing you can't deal with. Sometimes you have to sacrifice something with Pluto. You have to like let go of a beloved dream or a shit relationship or a job that you just hang on to because you're too scared to try something new and let yourself stay in that state of unknowing long enough for reality or to rework itself. And that's the kind of thing that Pluto can help. You might feel a little touchy and a little irritated. Sagittari the Sagittarius moon is that happening that day as well. And that will give you kind of like a, a lust for truth on top of this Pluto-Mars energy. Saturn's in there kind of putting on a, a damper on things or making things feel burdensome. When Saturn's involved and you're distracted or kind of avoiding responsibility, it can create this like depression or anxiety or feeling of burden and overwhelm that can all be solved with just a little work. Saturn loves it when we work and take responsibility and do our best adulting. So even if it's not easy, because it isn't, adulting isn't easy, living isn't easy most of the time, if we put a little work into it, then Saturn helps us structure it in such a way that we feel safe and secure and we know we're building something for the future and for our future generations. So think of it that way. Friday, we have a nice trine to Venus with the moon, which should be kind of a nice relief. We also have coming on Saturday, the moon will move into Capricorn. That's a nice energy. It's well, I'm a Capricorn, so I think a Capricorn energy is pretty nice. But it can also be depressive and all those other unfun Capricorn things. But what's good about it is that you can really see your big picture plan. Capricorn loves the five-year plan or the whole life plan. It's a great time to do mind mapping or anything that requires very linear, lin anything that requires linear structured thinking can be done when the Capricorn energy is in the house. It's also 
just a great time to kind of think in terms of future generations and what you want to create for your loved ones and your offspring and your what do you want to leave behind? What is your legacy? What, what will you offer to humanity from your efforts in this world? That's very kind of high level Capricorn thinking. It can also be low level. I mean, you know, it can be like land investors, like hitting up all the people that lost their stuff on Maui on, in Lahaina. They're already hitting people up to sell their homes and their land, which they've been trying to get for eons and the locals would never sell. But now there's little strictures in that they just put in, laws that they pass that if there's some kind of natural disaster, then the rezoning will allow for the land to be taken by the state. And people are already trying to get their insurance policies to pay and the insurance policies are saying, no, sorry, it's been rezoned. We don't owe you anything. So that could even be Capricorn, which is super dark and evil. So, I mean, there's a good and a bad side to everything. Speaking of Saturn and the dark side, we have the Sun opposition Saturn on the 27th, the same day Mars moves into Libra. So the Sun is opposition Saturn. Saturn, again, can be like, yes, it's ambitious and, and it can set five-year plans, but it can also be ruthless and the, ener the kind of energy that will like step on whoever, whatever it needs to step on to get where it's going. It's very business-oriented, bottom line, are we profiting here? That is one kind of very lower-level manifestation, but we might be dealing with that in some way right now on Sunday. The sun energy is in Virgo, which gives a ability to kind of see the details. So there might be this sort of like an, an ability to see all the little details that seem not clear in usual circumstances. So keep that in mind. Know that you have the ability to know what's going on. You know, use your thinking cap. Maybe even put your tinfoil hat on if you need to kind of think outside the box and figure out what might be going on under the surface of things that, that would be helpful to have an alternative view on. That can be helpful with this as well right now. Mars going into Libra, I think that though Mars is not comfortable in Libra because it's ruled by Aries, it could give us an opportunity to be more considerate of others, consider harmony and peace and justice and the things that Libra stands for, the sort of high ideal, high-minded things that Libra stands for. Although Mars is not comfortable there because it's, you know, it wants to fight and, and like, progress and move in the direction it wants to move. So there can be sort of a, a misfit feeling going on with that while Mars is traveling through Libra. So as you can see, this is a pretty busy week. There's a lot going on. Mercury retrograde is always a big one. The sun shifting signs also big. So take note of Wednesday to see if you do feel those shifts and kind of shift gears too. Like it, it becomes a little more serious when we go into harvest time which the Virgo energy is standing for, is the harvesting energy of all of our hard work. So what do you need to harvest? And the Mercury retrograde will help you go over that and see what do I need to harvest? What from the last three months or six months have I learned or you know, figured out what, does, what needs to go, what needs to stay? It's a good time for that. So there is a synchronicity. I want to send all my love and prayers to Lahaina and the people on Maui and also to people suffering from these fires all over the world because 
It's not just British Columbia, which I'm so fearful is just going to burn to the ground. But fear is obviously not the energy I want to send out. But there's places all over the world that are experiencing this, and it's quite terrifying. So send love and send, like, rain and send calm energy, like calm the winds, because the winds are such a problem with energy like this. Thank you so much for listening. Very much appreciated. I hope that you're calm and peaceful and happy and that things are going exactly how you want them to go.